You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the Lions locker room yesterday, 248-539-9797. Ticket text to the same number. Of course, you can tweet us at Gator 971 and you can join the Twitch streaming chat. Go to twitch.tv and get messages across that way. Also, welcome those of you listening on the Odyssey app. Download it for your mobile device today. More and more people do. You can listen to the show anywhere in the United States. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, also stream it through our website, 971 Thank you for being with us on this Monday. 248-539-9797. Don's and Howell. What's up, Don? Hey, guys. How you doing? Okay. All right. So, I for me, it looked like T.J. Hawkinson seemed like he was just looked disinterested in the game and, and didn't seem like they really had him as a very big part of the offense. And I wonder if he, at near the beginning of the season, went to management and said, hey, uh, uh, can you move me? And they went ahead and, and started looking at that point. Because it just didn't seem like he was, like if I looked at all the – the play designs, it didn't seem like he was really like first round, you know, weapon that they were trying to take advantage of his opportunities, you know, and maybe they didn't want to pay him because he wasn't a very good blocker either. So that's, that was another reason why it made the most sense to move him. I don't know if he, I don't, I wouldn't imagine that he asked to be traded. I think it was the Lions decision based on the last thing you said was they didn't want to pay him. They, they would have to pay way too much money for a guy that's not in that echelon of tight end. Now, is he a weapon? Absolutely. Did the Lions not use him enough? You can make that argument. I won't. I won't fight you on that. Um, this first game with the Vikings, he catches nine passes, and including yeah. three on their final drive that led them to to the win. I mean, he's a good player. But I'm I'm glad the Lions traded them and they got what they could because if they a weren't going to sign him in two weren't going to use him the way that he could be used, might as well get something for it. And they did, a second and third round pick. I would say this too, Don. If if a player wants to be traded, it is in their best interest to go out and play incredibly well. Like So I don't – I think he would have been trying just as hard, if not harder, if he were were trying to be traded. I I would agree with that. And also with the news of Frank Reich, I mean, if – is it, do you think you you reach out to him uh, confidentially and say, you know, see what if if he's available? And I I, I like Dan Campbell, but I I just think that you've got somebody. If if you were to say that Frank Wright was available right now, right now that he is, wouldn't you think the Lions would think he'd be a good candidate for the head coaching position? I mean, knowing what we've seen from Dan Campbell, that's been fairly questionable over these last. 15, 18 games. I'd, I'd let the, the season play out. I mean, how long did it take them last year to get their second win? 
But do you think he's going to be available at the end of the year? Don't you start that Frank Reich? process now? You're not playing for anything right now, really, are you? Yeah, well, I think you're playing to improve your team. I don't think anybody thought this was a playoff team this year, the Lions, so let the season play out. And no, I don't think anybody's going to hire Frank Reich before the end of the season. I think Frank Reich goes into the offseason and weighs his options. I'm not. He might be the hot name. I mean, let me think about this. Like, Because uh, if you can make yourself better, I'm for it, okay? If you think that you can get a coach, a head coach right now, that is 100% an upgrade over Dan Campbell, I would. Why is Frank Reich available? The Indy situation has been a bit of a disaster, right? Mm-hmm. Are we sure? Are we sure he'll be better than Dan Campbell? Well, they average nine wins a year. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that Frank Reich would be doing any better with this team, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the, the demeanor of both coaches are like night and day difference. And I, I guess on the sideline, Dan Campbell's pretty composed on the sideline compared to what he is, you know, in front of cameras and microphones. The guy wears his emotions on his sleeve. You see him in the locker room after the game and what he has to say to the team. And I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm always looking for an upgrade. If you can find an upgrade, do it. But I think there were some intangibles that come in here when when you look at Dan Campbell and how he gets the team motivated and ready to play. This is still a roster that is – you know, it's it's a roster in progress. They need to add more pieces to it. And I think this we both agree this offseason is a massive offseason for the Lions in terms of adding more to the roster through free agency, through the draft picks that they're going to have, through trades if you can do that. So I'm still gonna let this season play out because maybe maybe they'll surprise you. Maybe this team surprises you, ends up winning the seven games after starting the way that they did, and they'll be playing really good sound football and winning the games that they would have lost in the first half of the season. 248-539-9797. All right. Speaking of Campbell, so what impact did he have on the game yesterday? Uh, when there was the roughing the kicker on the extra point, he decided to go for two. Yep. I got an extra point out of it. It turned out to be potentially very helpful. Big big play. Yeah. It had Green Bay scrambling. Of course, they had to go for two after their touchdown that they did not get. Uh, That's a three-point swing. He threw the challenge flag. On the deep ball to Lazard on fourth down, that looked like a catch. Maybe that was obvious when we saw the replay that the ball hit the ground, but he did challenge it and get that overturned. Then there was the fourth and three from the pack 43 with basically two minutes to go. What were you thinking you wanted him to do a fourth and three and them up 15 to nine. Were you thinking go for it? Were you thinking punt? I think field goal was out of play, but this was incredibly similar to the Minnesota situation. No, it was almost identical with the exception of they were closer so they can kick a field goal, which is what they tried have the field goal attempt. Yeah. I, uh, I was uh, upset. You wanted them to punt punt. I said that after the Minnesota game. My first thought is you punt the ball, pin them deep. This game, it's a one-score game, but it's a touchdown. There's a touchdown difference. So you pin them as deep as you can, force them to go. Hopefully it's it's you know 90 yards. Uh, even if you can get inside of that, great. But it's something, at the very least, it's 80 yards. You're going to have to have them go to try to score a touchdown at the end of the game um, for them to win it. I didn't like the idea of going for it. I, 
Because it's just, you give them, why would you want to give the Packers that kind of field position? I was in favor of punting. At Minnesota, I was in favor of the field goal, which is what he tried, then they missed it, and Minnesota went down, won the game. Uh, but I was in favor of them punting. And when they when they left the offense on the field, I thought, oh, they're going to try and get him to jump off sides. No, yeah, do that and, and back up the five yards, No big deal. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, they don't have golf under center. It's harder to get people to jump off sides. It's fourth and three. Are they really going to jump off sides? It's not like it's fourth and a foot. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they accidentally snapped the ball. Now what? And through an incompletion, I didn't like the call. Dan Campbell said that they had a play that they thought could work and that he trusted his defense because of the way they were playing, that even if it didn't work out, that they'd be able to get the stop. He went for the kill shot, essentially. If they get the first down there, game's over. And for years and years and years, I know that people said, all you got to do is get one first down to end the game. Well, they went for it. They went for the one first down, but they didn't get the first down. Gator, I, if they had lost the game, the focus of today would have been that that decision by Dan Campbell. Well, but they it, won the game, so it his faith been. in his defense was rewarded because they got the stop. Well, and the thing is, let's go back. Did we even do a poll, a Twitter poll? I don't know if you want to check that after the Minnesota game about what people wanted to to do in that did. situation against Minnesota. Because we have three people on the show, we have three different opinions. Yep. You wanted to kick the field goal, I wanted to punt, and Kang, if I'm correct, you wanted to go for it against Minnesota. So in this game, this situation, Doug wanted a punt. I wanted a punt. King, what did you want? I was cool with the decision. Okay. Because I thought that the majority of the people that, that phoned in that day and sent in ticket text that day, I thought the majority of those people were fine with them. They wanted them to go for it and not kick the field goal. And after that game, when Dan Campbell talked, he, he regretted the decision, and he said, I'd go for it next time. Right. And we talked to Jared Goff the next uh, on the Tuesday, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, the players always want to go for it, and um, you know, of course, maybe I should have lobbied more and, and stuff." So when this decision came on Sunday, I knew they were going to go for it because Dan Campbell said he would. He regretted it against the the Vikings, and maybe Jared Goff, maybe he did lobby for it. I don't know. He said he'd lobby for it next time, or he'd think about lobbying for it. But it's a it's a situation where it even screamed to me more that you have to punt. I hated that decision that they went for it. I didn't love that they went for it yesterday. Um, I did. I just, I thought try and draw them off sides. No big deal. Take the, take the five yards, make them go, make them go the length of the field, but it worked out. I, and it, if your reasoning is we're going for a kill shot, we think it's worth it. We love our play, but we know that if it doesn't work out, we know our defense is going to get a stop. I mean, if you know your defense is going to get a stop, then why don't you just punt it anyway and make it even better for your defense? But I don't know. I I think it's a a, a, a decision that I first guessed, that you first guessed. Kang, did you first guess, guess it? I wanted to go for it. I, okay. I Overall, I like the aggressiveness of Dan Campbell. Not every time, of course, but overall, generally. And I think that aggressiveness wins in this league more times than not. Uh, you do have to have the horses and the right play call and all that stuff, of course. That's the one thing I would question is he's he's got a lot of injured players right now. Who who's he, you know who's golf throwing to? 
this isn't the same offense that started the year, but at one point this was the best offense. I, they're so Jekyll and Hyde on offense. I don't even know what the lines really are. What, that, which the second half of the year, I'd like to really find out. So moving forward, we can figure out what else do they need. Yeah. But um, but decision wise, just making that call, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 